Hi guys, welcome to this week's What F. Gareth is smiling. We have now gone to a weekly show, so I hope you guys are enjoying it. Thank you for answering the poll and letting us know that you would like us to go weekly. So we are now weekly. I need to pay for all those Twitter bots, actually, don't I? <laughs> you do, yeah. Yeah, all those dog pictures and pictures of Everton or Manchester United in the bio. I've got Man United in my WhatsApp this week because it's funny. Have you? Yeah. All right, let's do the, do the business. Right, yeah. So, everyone, I've got a ring light now, um, which is, I think, what influencers use. And um, it's it's just making me look quite funny. I've got um, one. Yeah, WhatsApp is brought to you in association with Supreme CBD, the UK's number one CBD provider. If you go to supremecbd.uk and use the code WTAF, W-T-A-F, get 40% off everything, which is great. It's absolutely brilliant. And we've also got the shop up as well. Oh, mate. What? How did you get that so quickly? A little friend gave it to me a couple of days ago. I literally put that design on the shop this morning did you yeah, oh well that's already got a mug here's one i made earlier here's one i made earlier this tom tom gave it to us good old tom good old tom he gave it to me bless him um good guy so i saw him in the week and he gave me a, he gave me one of them and uh yours what does it sound the front like diddy daddy daddy i've got a tankard that says daddy on it <laughs> that's water though i'm impressed with that um you think it's water well, that's true it might be urine for all we know i'm fucking hydrated if it is <laughs> It's been a very, very strange couple of weeks, isn't it, Gareth? It has been a strange couple of weeks. I'm actually um, in quite a lot of pain, actually, as well. Okay. I got, I got absolutely smashed at hockey last night. Oh, a guy right. went okay. through me like a freight train. Sexy. And not, no, not even. I didn't get much pleasure from it. Um, and to, he hit me so hard, my helmet flew off. <laughs> right. Right. And, Go on. And all that was going through my head, right? Because obviously I've gone back to playing ice hockey again, only on a Sunday evening. Like I'll, I'll you know, train for an hour or so, and it's a crack. It's a wreck team, so it's just a laugh, basically. And all I could think of was the first rule. You know, like Fight Club, first rule of Fight Club. First rule of the wreck hockey session is everyone goes to work on Monday, okay? All right. So I took that as, well, no one's going to flatten me then. And he fucking went right through me. Knocked your helmet off. Helmet went flying. Which is and then, and then still sounds sexy. It's the depressing thing then, because then you you have to sort of try and get your breath back while skating and trying to pick your helmet off up, and then you sort of make your way back to your bench, and you're just met by a load of lads you don't really know very well. Going, you're right. Oh, it sounds like a bar this mitzvah. This is fucking embarrassing. Jesus. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's not a what off. That was pretty good though. Pretty good. Got um, me started. I bet me and you have probably got one exactly the same, being Matt Hancock. I haven't got that down because um, I thought you'd cover that one. You and also, you're far more more uh, knowledgeable when it comes to the handcock than I am. I, I, for me, as soon as I saw it, I thought, right, limited hangout this is then. So when you actually see the leaks, what they do is the first set were um, basically blaming care home deaths on his incompetence and the fact that he didn't listen to... Mr. Witty's advice, Mr. Witty, who's about to join the World Health Organization. Mm. And it just felt to me like, all right, so this is like, it keeps the illusion of this big, dreadful, deadly pandemic alive. But it also makes people think politicians are so incompetent and or corrupt. Yep. Um, and there just happens to be a pandemic treaty coming through at the minute. And it's like, it's laying the groundwork for me, for people to go, do you know what? I don't think that governments and elected 
politicians that are all, you know, crooked as a question mark should be allowed to make life or death decisions. I think, I don't know, some sort of organisation of health um, professionals should, should take be over. in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and there it is. Never, so that, never mind all the other things that politicians have to cover. It's just health, apparently, now. Health is yeah. that. Well, got, you've got Sandra from the um, dental ward answering about what military aid we should send over to, well, Ukraine, that's where it all goes. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you send... seen there's a live aid thing? I have, that's on my list. Oh, go on, then you do that then, because it oh. did make me laugh, because it's just the usual fucking suspects. Bef- before we move on from Hancock, though, so your kind of take on it is that that it's kind of set up. I mean, they always are, obviously. I, I, don't, I, don't I mean, you it's... can't leak. Why would you be doing that on a WhatsApp message anyway? No, one thing did make me laugh, though, because I shared one of the stories from it and someone commented going no it's it's a psyop because why would they have um screen like um stock footage pictures of themselves and it's like mate it was ten thousand messages it wasn't ten thousand messages leaked in screenshots right there would just be text files of the whatsapp messages and obviously the um the telegraph have mocked up the the screenshots for for you know visual visual reference yeah um and that's why it says health secretary under Hancock. I doubt very much that he has that <laughs> in his fucking WhatsApp because they sort of know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that did make me laugh. Um, but I do. Yeah, no, I think we've spoke about it before, Rich, where you have a situation where say you've been say you've been a very naughty boy and you've been having an affair for 10 years with the neighbor's wife. And, you know, uh, Joyce, the, the neighbor, Joyce, the neighbors, Joyce might be a bit old for me. Sounds like an old name, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, Joyce's husband, the neighbour, is starting to sort of twig and your wife's starting to twig. And so that something's gone on. And so you just say that, yeah, you, you got drunk and kissed, but it meant nothing. And they go, OK, you're in trouble. But they're kind of that whole suspicion they had is actually, oh, right. So there was summer going. Well, actually, what was going on is you were having an affair for 20 fucking years. But so you give them summer. It's yeah. that little, you know, there is a there is a term for it. I can't remember what it is, but you give them something. I think that's what this is because, you know, you're not talking about the midazolam, you're not talking about all, all, all the vaccine deaths or all of this stuff being completely coordinated. You're just putting it out as it was incompetence and I did this wrong. So a lot of people will go, yeah, good, Hancock's getting his just desserts. It's like, well, not really. You know, he's kind of he's surrounded by dead bodies and he's being done for tax evasion. It's not really, you yeah. know, that's my that's my take on it. Although that said. It's still good that these bits are coming out and, and it's starting to wake people up a little bit. Um, and so then seeing, this is another WhatsApp that I had separately, is the media and the lockdown fanatics response to Oakenshot, right? So yeah, you know, yeah, people can think of her what they want. But actually, if this is legit, which they're all pretending it is, she's basically just done their job for them. They should have been investigating Matt Hancock they should have been asking questions and they didn't ask a single fucking question for three years apart from shall we lock down more um, and so now this has all come out and instead of going do you know what like that Otto English guy unbelievable yes yeah. double down going, yeah instead of going do you know what I was duped he can't admit that can he because he thinks he's he fucking intellectual bloody juggernaut because he's so, written a book about fake history which is hilarious in yeah, itself, he, yeah. He can't. He can't admit that. So he has to. So now they're doubling down, tripling down. I saw that Richard Bacon guy, the guy from fucking Blue Peter. Yeah. Giving it the, how she's vile. I saw that as well. 
She's just exposed. Yeah. How did you get that? Yeah. And you're annoyed with her about it. He doesn't. He, he's clueless, obviously. I mean, oh. she, she's only. I do think it's like a ball walk. It's only like so far they're going to let it. It's almost like controlled, controlled demolition. Not or was the other word? Um, not controlled demolition. It's the uh, um, damage limitation. Damage limitation. Building seven. What? Yeah. It's damage limitation, that's what it is to me. But again, it's good that he's getting called up on it and it's all getting pulled out, but also that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and it feels like it was set up in the sense that... I don't actually... Saying that, I don't actually think Matt Hancock's particularly bright, if I'm honest, because he handed all those WhatsApp messages over to her because they were she was co-writing his autobiography. Why would he hand them over? Exactly. Exactly. It's like handing he over, like... He would have known there were bits in there that were fucking stupid. But you kind of want to write your biography to kind of make yourself look good, wouldn't you? You just go, I'll just, just leave the bits out that aren't bad. Even Hitler left out the, some of the bad bits in his one. It's, um, yeah, it's it's very strange. But um, but her being attacked completely is just, just goes to show, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah just goes yeah. to show. People are so invested in the Rona being the end of the world and vaccines being the greatest thing in the world and lockdowns working that they are, they, they don't know what to do now. Now this information's coming out. They haven't got a clue. Well, they've got to look at themselves, aren't they? And have a look at themselves. We got, oh, we got accused of this show being depressing today. So let's uplift it a bit. I was going to say, yeah, we, yeah, they've got a point. They have it? got a point actually. Yeah. They really have. That's well, to be so fair. give us, give us, let's go, let's go, let's go with um, the first one, not the best one I've seen for a while. Um, is let's find it. It is the Ed Sheeran one now. If you look towards your phone device, you will find an image that I've sent you, and obviously we'll put it up on the screen now, of a man that was a he's, he's been it's a fugitive basically, and he's a fugitive alert. Keep your eye out for this fella. You Jesus might recognise him. You might recognise him. Merseyside Police is looking for not are looking for is looking for Ronnie. Williams Jr. of Scotland Road for fraud. Guess what his fraud is? He has convinced three local churches ready, that he is Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) And it even went as far as performing the shape review in front of Christ Community Church last (laughs) Boy, boy, Amazing, is this, isn't it? Is this real? I don't know, Gareth, but it made me laugh and it's brilliant. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet deal. I think my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. When the pastor was asked why he believed the real Ed Sheeran would perform for 35 quid at a sandwich, <laughs> he said he just assumed he fell on tough times. If you have... Oh, wow. Information on Ronnie's whereabouts meshes us immediately. I think he's going 90 down some roads at the moment. I don't know, but I'm sharing that with a couple of mates that will find that very funny. It's amazing. So, obviously, look at the... And it does look like if when Ed Sheeran gets dropped by his label, God forbid. It looks like... It looks like... It's a version of Ed Sheeran 
how, in the same way that Freddie Mercury <laughs> was a version of Freddie Mercury at the end. You're saying that this looks like Freddie um, Ed Sheeran with AIDS? It looks exactly like <laughs> yeah. And by the look of him, he's he will not be bothered about sharing needles, that lad. <laughs> no, he might actually figure you get something good, because if you can't get AIDS on top of AIDS, it cancels it out. We know that. Science. But yeah, that's my first one of the week. Brilliant, wasn't it? It was just when I read it. He has convinced three local churches that he is Ed Sheeran and went as far as performing The Shape of You in front of Christ's community. I would have loved to have seen that. I, I wonder if he can play. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I know Ed Sheeran's aren't that more than four chord songs, but still, when you're smacked off your tits, it must be quite hard to do, to do at least do like a, a G major. I, I love it. Good on him. I mean, he's defrauded a church out of 35 quid and a sandwich. Love with your body. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's what a lie. Bad, is it? Just, it's not, why are you going to jail for that? Anyway, it's 35 quid and a sandwich. Why is he going to jail for that? Well, they're looking you know, They're looking for him for fraud. Oh, well, they haven't found him yet. Well, there's a picture of him there. Maybe you should have grabbed him when you took the photo. Yeah. <laughs> or just go to, to a... Ed Sheeran gig. See when he's playing next. Come pick him up. Uh, there you go. Shed Sheeran. So that was my first one. And that really made me laugh this morning when I found that. It's like, this is gold. This is what's happening gold. Right. This one, this one was gold for me. This is more social media stuff, right? So this is a, a Dr. Charlotte Proudman, right? Yep. Let's have a look Can you at say her. man? Them. Proud her bio. She, her first word in her bio is feminist. Right, so she's a barrister, um, but she's a feminist, first of all. Right, barrister. All that hard work it took to be a barrister, that's just like slightly further down the bio. I'm not bothered about that. So she's not going to be a biased at all. Right. So this this is just a tweet that she sends at quarter to ten at night. This just pops in her head, right? I've never liked Harry Potter. <laughs> I didn't even finish the first book. Potter is an English schoolboy genius living in a largely male, white fairy tale land that looks like Uxbridge for the elite. He's a little patriarch that resorts to magic and violence to rule. Right? I nearly did as well, though, growing up. First thing, first thing I took from that, though, was I didn't even finish the first book and then goes on to tell you all about what Harry Potter is. As you know, you've not seen it or read it. Yeah, exactly. And if she, if she was a rumour. If she was a real feminist she, and she had watched it, she would pick up on the fact that actually he isn't a genius. Hermione is the genius in in the whole thing. She's the cleverest one and it all falls apart without her. But um, but she didn't get that, right? So so then she kind of gets pelters for it because it's just a ridiculous thing to say, right? But then she starts going back at the people. Right. And so one, one of them is like, this is idiot, idiotic. And then she's, <laughs> like, she's like, oh, here you are calling a woman an, an idiot. For doing something idiotic. Well, that's how it works. Play silly games, you get silly prizes, don't you? But what made me laugh, though, was the... Um, well, lots of it made me laugh, but was that um, it's a white fairy tale land that looks like o- o- Oxbridge, right? So you go into a thing. So what is she? Feminist, barrister, Cambridge acom- um, academic. academic. Oh, of course she is. Right. Are you not, are you not privileged, then? <laughs> Yeah. And also, when you look at Harry Potter, like, you know, defending a fictional character, he's, he's, he's lying in his cot, his mum and dad are murdered in front of him, yeah. right? And then the Dark Lord tries to murder him, leaving him with a massive, weird scar on his head, which he's going to get loads of shit for in school. Mm. 
Then he ends up with his in-laws, uh, with his in-laws, with his um, with his auntie and uncle who don't want him, and their fat son who's a bully. Yeah. And they lock him under the stairs for about eleven years. Um, I don't know how much privilege he's got on there. Not a lot. Not a lot. If I'm honest, not no. a lot really. And then and then for the whole rest of it, he goes to a school where everyone accuses him of lying and bullying and there's a dark lord um that is out there trying to rip his entire soul out i know i know and we've but all been through it real, but i so. would well and then he and then he finds out the girl he fancies in real life is a lesbian is she i don't know i've never seen it what girl does he fancy oh is... yeah he, he goes off with weasley's sister doesn't he does he oh, i don't know i haven't watched that one the yeah, one get, emma emma watson kids at the end on the platform didn't he fancy Emma Watson in it? It's not a character's um, name. I don't know. Ron Ron thought there was something going on. Oh, okay. Well, I think there probably was, but then you found out that she's a lesbian in real life, so it confuses everything. Because the, the the blur between reality and fiction. Is she a lesbian? She's a lesbian. All right. I well, she, if she isn't, she is now. I might just I might just made that up in my head as well. I'm drawing a picture. Up, but at the end of the day, you've said it probably two or three times, so that means it's just true now. Absolutely, it is absolutely true because you can do anything you want in this strange, strange world. I like that we got a little lesson about um, Harry Potter there because I'd never actually seen it. I tried oh, to watch the first one and I was time. like, I can't sit here. It's like Lord of the Rings. I can't sit there that long and and watch that. Um, no, I've um, I've uh, watched it several, several times. This this one's good. Um, do you know you, sometimes your partner's a bit suspicious about what you're doing and what you're up to? I mean, they ask questions, don't they? Sometimes. Now and again, you just think, well, that's just just being a bit over the top. But there you go. Yeah, all right. Where have you been? Coming in at six in the morning. I didn't even know I was home. Um, well, this guy, there's some red flags before they even got married. Right. She's, she's a looker. World's most jealous woman. Makes husband take lie detector test every time he comes home. <laughs> quite expensive lie detector tests, I would have thought. And she's quite a big lady. He's a very skinny lady. It's like trying to pot a rugby ball with a broken snooker cue. Um, a little bit of jealousy is a natural emotion in any relationship. Of course, yeah, it is. But some people take it to some extremes, and that's all I've. And then basically, yes. So every time he comes home, he has to take a lie detector test. Like, why do you put up with that? Why would you bother? I mean, if she like was really, really quite attractive, you can understand like doing it a few times. Is he? Do you think he's terrified of her? Is oh yes. Sit on him. I would say that he's absolutely terrified of her. He looks like he's not completely alive. Right. Inside. Am maybe, I... he, maybe, maybe he was a normal build, and then she went on top, <laughs> squashed it all out of his ears. But yeah, there's a nice. Do you see their wedding photo? She looks like the most angry bride you've ever, ever met. She looks annoyed at that day. Right. I'll, I'll look forward to watching the actual what happened, seeing what she looks like. Yes, then. I will send I you the picture. Describing of that. her, and I don't. I know can describe her um, as like. a rotund lady with a angry face, chewing on a wasp. Is some comes to mind. Um, building, building seven comes to mind. Is that her? I mean, is that is that her Tinder? Um, bio. That is. Rump I'm just angry looking. <laughs> building seven, built like building jealous. seven. I'm. I'm. I've got. I've won the award for the most jealous woman in the world. 
Oh, God, this sounds like a catch. I'll swipe on that one. Oh, swipe left. Left. Oh, I don't know is what that way you is that, is that what you do then? I've I don't know. Say about I've swipe. never been on it. Swipe yes for now or right for yes or wherever. I met Sam before Tinder was kind of invented. So um, we yeah, were just I, old I, school. Plenty of fish. Oh, so I was, I've never even done a date in If I was even more old school, it's fancy a pint. <laughs> yeah. It did never work for me, that. Because uh, it ended up with seven pints. And... Uh, in the back of a boot of a car, someone you don't know in the woods, two o'clock in the morning, and no one can hear you scream. What's next? Um, vagina owners. <laughs> right. Do you go on. So I, I've got this on my phone. Obviously, this is another one that's on social media, just being absolutely bonkers. Let me find it. It was from Healthline. Right. Where is this? Sorry, this is very unprofessional. I'm swiping to find it. Oh, I've just seen your face. Keep swiping. Keep swiping. Keep swiping. There it is. Right. What is menopause? Um, right. If I had to when give a guy def... Stop talking. Yeah, that's basically it, yeah. Or themopause. As you get older, your ovaries produce less of the hormones estrogen and progesterone. I've never heard of that. Without those hormones, periods become erratic. Ah, oh, just fuck off. Take a lie detector. Um, for a time, and then eventually they stop. Much like that rotund lady's heart, I imagine. Um, once you've been without a period for 12 months, you're most likely officially um, in the menopause. I know that. How could you be most likely officially? Or most definitely? I don't know. Most likely. It's official, everyone. Um, on average, most vagina owners start menopause between the ages of 45 and 55. What? So obviously you read that through, you go, okay, that's interesting, that's a hormone, I've not even heard of that. Vagina owner? <laughs> Who's that serial killer that kept parts what? of the body and used to wear them? Can't remember. Wasn't that something to do with um, Jeepers Creepers? Didn't that guy cut think... body parts or something? I think they used, they've used it in horror films, but there's a real guy that... Um... I want to say Gates, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he used to he used to kill people, skin them, and wear the skin. Do you like my jacket? <laughs> Where'd you get it from, Sandra? Yeah, Sandra. I've not heard of Sandra. Is that a shop? No, 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 no. There's a mole. There's a mole and attack. You got a tattoo on your jacket. Um, <laughs> so yeah, vagina owners. Vagina Explain owner, to me what that means then. Well, exactly. It means woman, Richard, but they can't possibly say that, can they? Because men can have vaginas now because we live in clownland. Um, and I just, I just thought to myself, just this is in Healthline now, so this is, this isn't even just like online prat with pronouns in bio. It's that whole nonsense is now infiltrating everything. Hmm. So it will then start infiltrating, and it has done already. But like textbooks and stuff, so all of a sudden you'll be in a position where ten years time you say woman. And people are laughing. Woman. Does he mean vagina around that? <laughs> he, he said woman. You know that. Idiot. And they're laughing at us. There's another yeah. WhatsApp podcast launched by two um, pansexual fucking astronauts. Um, and they're just mocking us for saying woman. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's how the um, kind of inversion works. What's that film where you go layers above it with Leonardo DiCaprio on? In, not on. He wasn't on Shall it. Island. <laughs> Although that's a good film, I like <laughs> Titanic. Uh, what have you done? What's he good but great? No, he was special needs in that one. Um, it was uh, a great Gatsby, wasn't it? Where he goes to this different universe. 
That's not the one I'm thinking of. Is it not? Definitely not. No, I can't remember what it said. People in the comments all all understand what I'm saying, but I can't Gang, remember. Gangs in New York. <laughs> Basketball Diaries. I've not seen that one. It's good. Is it? Yeah, he's off his head on crack. Very harrowing film. One of Is those. there any basketball in it? No, absolutely not. Waste of time. It's then. really, really stupid why it's called that. It's based on a real book as well. Um, good film. So yeah, that was that was that one. So um, in uh, Taiwan, it's Taiwan to criminalise. What do you think they're criminalising? Um, tying two. <laughs> got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Taiwan. To, cri- to criminalise spreading rumours during wartime. Oh, here we go. Spreading rumours. Yeah, you know Cliff's having an affair. <laughs> That's it. Off with his head. <laughs> I love it. How many people in Taiwan are called Cliff? Just the one. Just what it was until I killed him. Taiwan yeah. is expected to pass a new law, like a shit, that would criminalise spreading rumours or disinformation during wartime, as the island takes more steps to prepare for a potential future conflict with China. Taiwan versus China. Taiwan is is another... Is that another Ukraine, then, is it? Uh, It will be. That it will be a a, a proxy front for the the West. So, uh, you know, no doubt. Absolutely. Taiwan's defence ministry... Got a job, has submitted a revised version of the island's all out defence mobilisation readiness act. I haven't even started working on mine yet. No, I haven't either. A law that outlines rules during mobilisation for war. The Defence Ministry has proposed a law that would put government controls, which means fascism, on the spread of information through media organisations, including any kind of news organisation and publishers, whether online or in print. So basically, it's what the the uh, Nazis did at the start of the Second World War by stopping all <laughs> reporting of the crimes that they were doing. Um, that's basically what they're they're saying. Um, but they're putting it as disinformation and rumours. Yeah, but who, who do, define disinformation? Because all the stuff that's coming out about Hancock was disinformation twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's whatever they decided to be. The punishment for spreading spreading rumours or disinformation during wartime. What's that? What's during wartime? Well, how do you know if you're in wartime? Like, do you clock in, clock out? We declare it now. Right. Ah, yeah. oh, I've just done a rumour. Go on, so what's the punishment? Um, could be up to three years in prison. Oh, OK. Sounds like you're going to win it. Like a prize. You could get up to three years in prison or the speedboat. Or about a $32,000 fine. I'll take the fucking prison. I'll take the prison. (laughs) (laughs) According to Taiwan News, Taiwan News, which is a really creative title for the (laughs) newspaper. What's it called a newspaper? Where is it it going out? Taiwan. Let's run with that then. Yeah, Taiwan News. The sentence can be increased by 50% if the person knowingly disseminates false information online. So you can get up to six years. 50%. Like, how did you know if they know? It's mind reading. I think he knew that he was lying. We wouldn't be lying then if he wasn't, if you didn't know it. You'd just be saying stuff. Well, you, that, you must be terrified. I mean, journalists are not worth the fucking time anymore anyway, but they, you would be terrified then as a journalist. That's just saying... Shush, 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 shush. Just, just report what we tell you. Yeah, 
in in there whilst they go to war with Taiwan. That wasn't a nuclear missile that just went off in your back garden. That was the ice cream ban backfiring down the road. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. I can hear green sleeves playing in the background, so it must be that. Why do they love green sleeves? Um, I don't know. Right, talking of news then, that's my next one, right? The Guardian. So David Vance shared this. Again, I'm going to my phone a lot. Um, and it just it summed it up for me. So this is from... This is in um, The Guardian, obviously, and it's from September the 3rd, 2020. Right, and so the headline reads, UK whites will be minority by 2100. Whites will be uh, ethnic minority in Britain by the end of the century. Analysis of the official figures indicate that at current fertility rates and levels of immigration, there will be more non-whites than whites by 2100. It would be the first time in history that a major indigenous population has voluntarily become a minority rather than through war, famine or disease. Well, that would make your, your washing easier, I suppose. There's no whites. Yeah. So um, then we'll, we'll go forward. This is the sixth or no, the eighth of June, twenty twenty-two. So eighteen months or so later, just over eighteen months later. A deadly ideology. How did the Great Replacement theory go mainstream? So where did the Great Replacement theory come from, and how did it become so prevalent? goes on to say a conspiracy organized by elites they're deliberately undermining white minorities um conspiracy theorists say it isn't just a pattern of immigration and demographic change but this is being engineered so you so you've got two stories coming out from the same outlet one saying how whites will be a minority and the other one saying how did this um become a theory yeah well because of what happened in the first article I imagine. I imagine that's probably where it came from. People yeah. just. Oh. <laughs> it looks different. Everything's changed. Guardian. There's bollocks, isn't it? Guardian. They, they, they tell you something, and then and then they. Oh, Guardian. And then then they go, why why do people think this? You know, and it makes me think of David Lammy. Do you remember when David Lammy? Um, basically someone had written an article where they were basically talking about how um, a lot of, not all obviously because there's so many different factors in, in, in everything but how young black lads were basically being failed in lots of different ways but one of the ways that they were being failed was by absent fathers right. and that actually there needed to be some responsibility from fathers um, in that particular um, community because they're, they, they're, they're less, they're there less basically in right. terms of what percentage are absent, what percentage are, are you know, married and, and, and in the same house as their kids and whatever anyway. And so obviously he went, this is outrageous and um, was tweeting about how it was a racist article that was basically blaming everything on, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, it was like, kind of vaguely remember there being an article that said that in the past. And I was thinking, right, so it took a bit of a search and I did notice that other people had done the same search. So about two years before, David Lammy wrote an article saying how black fathers needed to take some responsibility and be there for their kids because they were failing their, their, their right. children. So he'd write right. the same article? He'd write the same article. <laughs> so obviously I just cut, just like got the URL, cut and pasted it, and was like, is this you? <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? And he's I'm just ignored it. It's something that I agree with. Why? Why are you? It's, it's old, too. 
It's, well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's yeah. bizarre. It's, you, you, you felt so strongly in favour of that article that you wrote it. <laughs> what now, prat. He's now, such a prat. It's though. outrageous. It's it like, like, whether it's true or not, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. But he clearly thought it was true. <laughs> and then suddenly now, now it's not. <laughs> Backtracking. That's the thing with the internet, isn't it? It's always there. It's strange, isn't it? It is very strange. But the thing is, like, you can change your mind. Of course you can. So he could have wrote that article two years before and then changed his mind and realised that, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe that wasn't what it was. And that's fine. But then you can't, you can't then attack someone for being racist for writing the same article that you thought was true. Yeah, exactly. Previously. <laughs> no, you can disagree with it. You could, if he commented going, look, I used to think this, but actually it's not, then that's fine, whatever. But to attack the... the, the the journalist, it's just like, that's the state of it, isn't it? Yeah, just, he's, yeah, he's proper woke, isn't he? Poor guy. He's, he's scumbag, horrible bloke, can't stand him. Um, Next one, Bono, Bono. I've got it down as Bono's shit show. It's, they're calling it like leave, leave aid, aren't they? Or something. Is it really called leave aid? Yeah. No. L-I-V-I or, or whatever, however you spell it. Yeah. Leave aid. Yeah. Where does that come from? Is that a Ukrainian word or is it? I guess. I guess. I'll just place, leave the country. I guess it's a place in Ukraine, isn't it? Oh, I thought it might be. So, huge star-studded live aid-style gig announced at Wembley to raise money for Ukraine. <sighs> they haven't had enough. A huge benefit concert is set to be held at Wembley Stadium this year with big-time performers such as the Rolling Stones. They're still alive, and you two. Well, I, I, yeah. We would have guessed that one. Invited to play in order to raise money for the victims of the Ukraine conflict. So, entire so the British taxpayer. Then. Yes, so you're paying for them Bono to Bono have raising money for for June, um, who can't afford to eat at home anymore. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Bono. Nice one. Mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Can't watch it on the telly. They they had to. I had to pawn the telly. A huge Ukraine benefit concert is set to be held at Wembley Stadium this summer, with proceeds going to the victims of the ongoing Russian invasion. Not the not anyone's. Who's helping out the Russians? Like the people in in Russia as well. It's going both ways. That's how it happens. Live Age style gig has been scheduled for June the twenty fourth. So put that in your diary at Wembley Stadium with big names such as U two, the Rolling Stones, the Killers, which is probably not appropriate. U two isn't a big name; it's literally two, which is <laughs> one letter and one number. Which is named after a bomber, isn't it? Is it U two bomber? I, I, I believe it's a bomber. Yeah. Is it? I thought it was a bomber. U two. Maybe I'm completely wrong. He's such a prat, though, isn't he, Bono? Um, and prat. Pink. Pink will be there. Oh, she'll be there. She's, she's, she'll, she'll have a vaccine certificate with her. <laughs> she She's, uh, yeah. So she, all the woke she, she lot, basically. To, uh, she can afford to fly first class now with all her Pfizer money, can't she? <laughs> she can do, yeah. The light, um, it is thought that the other high-profile musicians, such as Paul McCartney, who'd have guess? He'd be there. Of course he would. Um, Adele. They're just going to bring a laptop. And Florence and the Machine. She didn't say what machine she'd bring with us. Fax machine, possibly. That I would watch. I would watch Florence trying to use a fax machine for about well, like well in advance that I'd bother to watch Bono. I quite like Florence and the Machine though, so that's annoying. But then I never, you know, I don't know what her, her politics are. I just like some of the songs are quite good. But it also says Noel Gallagher. Now, hasn't he been speaking out about a lot of this nonsense? Um. I don't. I don't know if Noel knows what he thinks about a lot of things. Yeah, that's a good point. 
yeah. think he kind of I think he thinks lots of things are up, but hasn't quite kind of got to the bottom of what that might be, and is still you know, do you want to come and play at Wembley Stadium? Yeah, all right, lad. Yeah, I mean that it could be like a we're we're, we're holding the new Crufts um, dog show at Wembley. I'll be there. Yeah. It's a gig at Wembley, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be what a lot. We're going to let off the uh, Hiroshima two bomb at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Sounds good. Like that's lots and lots and lots of people will be watching that, and they'll make loads of fucking money. Oh, uh, I mean, it's not like the old days we used to get Gary Glitter and Jimmy Savile doing these things, is it? Or is it? I don't know. Gary Glitter might still be big in Ukraine. Haven't he? Didn't was there a rumor that he's been given his own TV show? Fucking hell! Where? I don't know. Iconic? No. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I swear I saw an article where it said. Um, You're just having the weirdest fucking dreams. <laughs> putting Gary Glitter into the internet. Um. So it says the gig will reportedly be broadcast on television globally, with the hope of putting. Um, loads of money in some Ukrainian people's pockets. I made the last bit up because I cut it off in the, in the screenshot. Um, so yeah, basically they're going to do another live aid. So we had we we had live aid, didn't we? Which was Bob Gil- Gandalf's one, and then we had We Are the World, which is the Jackson Michael Jackson and uh, what was his name Lionel Richie's song. But they did that was that wasn't live aid, was it? Live aid was the original one. Then, yeah. the, then the Americans did one. There was Band Aid was the original one, wasn't it? Oh, Band Aid was the original one, was it? I don't know. There was two. They were, yeah. they were in the eighties, weren't they? Yeah. But that the one that what's his face played twice, Phil Collins. Oh, did he? Did he know? No, I'm sure it was him. Yeah, he played. He he went on first, didn't he, at Wembley Stadium, and then flew to America and, and went on last at Philadelphia or something. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I I don't know. I don't remember. I remember kind of watching Queen do it and. Um, George Michael, all dead now. Not all of Queen are dead. No, the, the important one is. <laughs> the other ones um, we can't remember aren't. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be wonderful to watch. Imagine that. There's going to be. Do you think there'll be any satanic kind of rituals going on that people still won't understand? What, on stage? Yeah, during that. No doubt be some weird shit. You're going to have Zelensky's going to be on the big screen, isn't he? And, uh, for more money, please. Yeah, I suppose he's not playing. Whacking his cock on the fucking piano. Uh, actually, um, maybe he can do a duet with with uh, Elton John. Then he could whack not? his cock on Je- Elton John's piano. Him and him and Sam Smith doing a duet. Oh, that'd be amazing. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Netflix are making a uh, documentary on Gary Glitter. Are they? Yes. Genuinely. And, yeah, and people have slammed it. Because they like that, that, that term. <laughs> I can't stand it. it. Or bots writing the same word. Just Slammed, sparked fury. That's another one. <laughs> yeah. like one. Controversy. Um, I always, so, so they're going to do a series on... I wonder who's going to play Gary Glitter. Phil Mitchell. Um, yeah, I suppose he... Well, yeah, because he, he looks so different to the young Gary Glitter, doesn't he? When you look at young Gary Glitter... He he he's you know like a curly haired Elvis. Yeah, he is. Even when he did um, "This Is Your Life," which was just weird. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. He's no. hinting towards stuff in that as well. Um, 
yeah, now he looks like a really old bald paedophile, which he is. So who's going to play he that? He looks now like fucking um, Oliver Reed in Gladiator. You know how Oliver Reed looks in Gladiator before yeah. he dies in real life and they have to see Jai a load of shit? Yeah, he does look like that. Like that, yeah. Did, did they not say they're going to give, give him his own show? Maybe it was the film then. What are they going to call I, I, that? I think it's a documentary series about yeah. him and his crimes and not they've given him his own chat show. Oh, imagine that oh, all the glitters ain't gold, and it'll be like a it'll be a little bit like like a, a like a TV game chat show. All the glitters ain't gold, and you've got to get the gold tickets, so you get a bit of Willy Wonka in there. Willy Wonka, he said. He'll get his Willy Wonka in there, won't he? Yeah, oh, he would. Chance. He goes, you you got your golden ticket to my house. I'd rather not, but there you go. Um, it no, could be like, like Gary's house party. Fucking hell. Uh, Mr. What? Mr. Nobby. Channel 5 will do it. <laughs> um, I once saw uh, Keith Chegwin's penis on Channel 5. Did you? Yeah, he did a show where he was naked for the whole show. I like Cheggers. Yeah, I do. Why not? Um, right, I've got one more. Um, well, I've got two more because Man United's one because they got beat 7-0 last night. By did Liverpool. they really? And I don't wow. like Liverpool either, but that's funny to me because obviously... Dad was supposed to be talking at Man United and then they bowed to the mob and so now I just lull when they get smashed. Um, the final one I've got is YouGov, right? So obviously this stuff started coming out. Granted, we've spoken at the top of the uh, of our conversation how it's a limited hangout, but at the same time, stuff is coming out and that's great. So the narrative is switching um, in terms of lockdowns, particularly that actually, what a fucking joke they were. So then YouGov released a poll, right? saying that 71% of Brits actually believe that lockdowns were either justified or were not harsh enough, right? <laughs> How could, what, do you wanna, what do you mean by more harsh? Like lock you in the specific room in your house? It's insane, isn't it? And you think, right, so you, you, you've got a, a polling organisation that was co-founded by the guy that was the fucking vaccine minister throughout the Rona. Um, who is as corrupt as they come, which is why he's just been fucking dismissed as chairman of the Labour of, of the Conservative Party because he's fucking just tax evasion. Yeah. Um, so his organisation is is polling, and and seventy one percent of people believe in lockdowns or wanted harsh lockdowns at the same time as the stories are coming out showing that lockdowns were all a total scam. I'm not convinced. <laughs> so not... what are they trying to convince people of? With that, then? Fuck knows. I don't know. I think the whole point of polling is that people, unfortunately, want to be part of a herd, don't they? They they, they, they have that within them that they want to fit yeah. in. And so you might be thinking within yourself, lockdowns are a fucking joke. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, but that makes that, that means I'm in the minority. Yeah. I don't want to be in the minority. I want to be with the herd. Yay, lockdowns. So, yeah, you've got... So, so basically, they're saying that, yeah, lockdowns might have been a joke. They might not have been... Might not have been worthwhile doing, let's say, but a lot of people wanted it. So, you know, we were just doing what the masses asked for. Oh, no, this poll is saying that people, that's what people believe now. Oh, still now. Still now. So no, even with oh. all this stuff coming out, 71% of people still believe that the government got it right with lockdowns <laughs> or didn't get it right because they should have been harsher. And you're like... <laughs> oh, that's really doubling down on nonsense, isn't it? It's quadrupling down, isn't it? It it's, really is. It's, it's it's quadrupling down with a seasonal booster. If you are, <laughs> you ask them why though. I'd love to hear the explanation why. Well, because it's you, Gov. I imagine 
they probably didn't read the question because it was wor- <laughs> properly because it was worded in such a weird way. Or because the, they 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 answered it whilst they were homeless and trying to find a sandwich to eat. And Thirty-five quid in well, the church. Exactly. I was going to say there's an answer: dye your hair ginger and wear a stripy jumper. I must be crazy, don't mind me. I'm in love with the shape of you. You're in. If only we were all Ed Sheeran, eh? What sandwich was it? I wonder. Ah, uh, be cheese and pickle. Cheese and pickle. Do you reckon that's what? 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 What signifies what? Because I just think Ed Sheeran. That's what he'd eat: a cheese and pickle sandwich. I'm in love with your body. I just could imagine him eating out of his little He-Man lunchbox a cheese and pickle sandwich, and then you going he can like handle pickle. Uh, pickle. I reckon he could, but he got he he couldn't stop once he started. I reckon he was one of those kids. He just couldn't stop once he started. And then, then the other kids picked on him and threw him in the little pool with oh, ducks. Right. That's a, talking of going into water, I haven't got this listed as a, as a what-off, but I was thinking about it today. Um, so this whole Nicola Bully thing, like it, <laughs> it was everywhere, wasn't it? That's a really good link, and I know I expected it. It was absolutely everywhere how, you know, this lady's gone missing, but it made no sense... For anyone that was following it, it made no sense to. The police were obsessed that she'd gone into the river, but the bit where she would, would have gone into the river is like a foot deep, yeah. and then she's drowned. But the dog's not bothered to go <laughs> to the edge of the water, and then she's floated and gone over a fucking weir, very much a foot deep, and not fast flowing. And then it's then she's gone down into some reeds and got buried in the reeds. So so well the three day three weeks sorry worth of divers and sonar gear can't fucking find her right so the body's been dumped later on basically it must have been right there's no where's where's the story gone well exactly yeah where has it it? and like i spoke to Gemma, like my my wife i said about it she was like well yeah but she's dead though isn't she i went no 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 but what's the cause of death then yeah but there's no where's where is it gone yeah It's, it's just fucking gone like i want to know the cause of death of death did she drown and if she did drown what kind of water was in the lungs? Because you see that, don't you? Where people are drowned, like in a bath with like normal water, and then chucked in the river, and they go, oh, "Yeah, they drowned." And actually, like later on, when they test, they go, oh, "No, no, that was fresh water in the fucking lungs, like that, or whatever." Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, or you know, ver- various causes of death. You know, was she drugged? Was she th- nothing? Just like, oh yeah, she's dead. Bye. Yeah, it was like the biggest story ever last week. Yeah, and now it's just and gone. it's gone. Isn't that weird though? Because that's happened that with me. You've just mentioned it. And although obviously I remember it, I can remember more than a week earlier. It has completely gone. That never even occurred to me. Like it is. That's how quick this nonsense news goes through, isn't it? How quick we kind of latch onto something, let go. It's, too, yeah. it's so fast. Yeah, it's just like bang, it's gone. See you later. It's just it's really strange, isn't it? How how everyone was a uh, was a fucking uh, online Columbo, um, trying to work out what the hell had happened, and now no one gives a shit. No, it's just not, you don't even see it mentioned now. No, because the, the, the lockdown files are out now and there'll be something next week as well to sweep that off to the side. Yeah, so so strange. So strange how people can be so emotional. And I'm not even talking just about the police and the media. They're, they're, they've fucking got their own issues. But in terms of the general public, how you can be so emotionally attached and involved in something. Yeah. That you keep like refreshing the hashtag to see what's going on. To go from that to then not even wanting to know how she died. That, that just shows you how quick how scatty people are and almost ADHD we are. Because that's happened to me. I've just stopped bothering. And to be fair, I didn't really look into it a lot. 
Um, only really when we did the last podcast a couple of weeks ago did I think, okay, I'll have a look into this a bit. And then I saw the, the video of um, them accidentally happened to just find the guy that found the phone on the bench walking past for a live interview as they walked down the river. Utter bollocks. He had a microphone on. He was mic'd up. Um, and that was just like, oh, you, clearly that's just nonsense. Um, but I didn't really look into it that much. But there seems to have been something else going on. It echoes things about like, um, who was the guy that killed a killed some women and then Gaza turned up to try and talk him down? Oh, he killed um, two police officers. That was Raoul Moat. Yeah, that just has a feeling of that. It might just be because you've got Moat and River in there. And in my yeah. head, I've put the two together. Gaza, Gaza turned up with a fishing rod and some chicken, didn't he? Or something. It's a little bit like that. Which is a nice thing to do, to be it fair. It is, yeah. You know, um, but that was like, you know, he, he was, what was it? He had a gun, didn't he? And so the the official story is that the police tasered him and he involuntarily did that and shot himself in the head. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, come I on. I think you executed him for killing two of your own. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's what, exactly what happened. Yeah. Saying that, another person we will we will wrap it up soon. But one of these is is um, I would like to cover Thomas H Lee. Have uh, you did you see him? He killed himself. Big businessman. He was, um, but he's connected to the um, Clintons. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see he's, him? Uh, so he's the guy that let Epstein into the White House. He is. Yep. So Lee's second wife was Anne Tinabom. Um, Lee had five children. Lee was an avid art collector, so there's your Epstein link there. Obviously, they pretended to be art students, and that's how they were getting a lot of this information from. But he was also a friend of Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton in June of 2008 at the conclusion of Hillary's unsuccessful presidential run. I've seen her run, and she's definitely not going to win anything with that arse. She and Bill were reported to have stayed at his East Hampton, New York beachfront house for a few days for the period when she was out of the public eye. So she, they stayed at his house. He's also connected to Epstein, obviously, through those. But he just killed himself. He was estimated to worth $2 billion, And he just killed himself. Um, executed and that, and, himself. And how did he kill himself? I think he shot himself in the head. Is this the one that shot himself in the head and strung himself up? No, this was another one. That was earlier on. That, that was a different There's another guy. another one? That was a different guy. Um... Right. That was a, that was a while ago, though, I think, that guy. Because I was watching Whitney Webbs, and she talks about the guy that strung himself up and shot himself in the head at the same time, and that was a while back. Well, um, no, there was one about a month ago. Okay, maybe this is the same guy, then. Maybe I'm getting my, my, my he was, he was, he was the suicided guy that, stories mixed up. He was the guy that signed Epstein into the White House when, when on various occasions. No, this wasn't the same guy. This wasn't right, the same a lot guy. Of dead um, those two fuckers, This wasn't it? the same guy. I know who you're talking about, and he was a different guy, and that's who um, Whitney Webb spoke about. Maybe I got the dates wrong, but that's not the same guy. Now, he signed them in, but this is another guy that had to do with um, a lot of the banking and a lot of the, um, the finances side of it. So he's killed himself, and he was in his late 70s, I believe, um, worth $2 billion, um in Forbes magazine, and, uh, yeah, he just killed himself. And yeah. um, they don't know why, but obviously connections to the Clintons raises a lot of eyebrows doesn't it always body count there's, keeps there's going just up so there's well that's the thing there's just so many now isn't there uh -huh. it's insane yep it, it's just absolutely insane so i can't remember what that girl, guy was called that you just talked about but he was a recent one then and then there you go all the way back i mean was it sean atwood wrote a wrote a book about the boys on the tracks and all of that that goes all the way back from there that's a good that, that's worth uh looking into as well this goes back a long time 
Epstein was just obviously Epstein managed to hang himself with a tiny bit of very thin cloth from his uh, own jail cell although he's a very tall man and his feet would have touched the floor easily and the all the security cameras happened to be off yeah and his uh his um roommate was moved out and he was badly beaten up the week before and the body when it was wheeled out and you see the side profile had a completely different nose apart from that apart from that fine i do think i don't think um for me call me a conspiracy theorist but i don't think Gislaine or Gislaine's in prison when they did the interview with her she just had a backdrop I mean where'd she get backdrop from in prison is that what you reckon I don't think she's in prison no no but there you go there you go well guys hope you enjoyed that that was our new we are weekly now so your weekly lols so send us in your weekly lols at uh what have podcast at gmail.com I think it is what have world at gmail.com it's on the website should remember that. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, yep, Gary's got uh, another thing to do, say, with his yeah. mouth. Well, yeah, check out the shop, actually, uh, uh, on the on the, um, on the the website and see what you think, some of the some of the swag, which is an annoying term, but I've used it. Um, and also, if you've got any ideas for, for stuff, like slogans and things that you think were, fun, were funny, then let us know, because we're always looking for new ideas, aren't we, mate? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, the other housekeeping, the, the podcast was brought to you in association with Supreme CBD. Head over to supremecbd.uk, use the code WTAF and get 40% off everything. Oils, gummy sweets, face cream, muscle rub, you name it. You name it. So, and also with the show... Um, and we'll put the the code here. It's also on the website. But with the show, will be weekly now. So the audio podcast version will be every week. So Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all of them will have a weekly episode out. Um, but the video version will still be every other week on um, iconic.com. You'll be able to watch it free there for the time being. So, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Please send us your what-afs and we'll speak to you soon. Stay lucky, safe. Bye. Bye, friend.